Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. In this post, I'm going to tell you how and why God is able to do exceedingly above anything you can expect from other people. God is able to do for you what other people won't do for you. Let me ask you a few questions that I know you will be able to relate to. Have you ever wondered why someone won't help you, give you a job, give you an opportunity when it is within their power to do so? They may even call themselves a friend and say that they want to support you, but when push comes to shove, they are anything but supportive. Do you feel like people mock you or even laugh at you when you express a hope or even a dream? Or are you chasing an opportunity and feel like the door keeps closing in your face time and time again and there's nothing that you can do about it? Which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read that. And this is where God is able to do exceedingly above all what you can ask or what other people can even do. Although having people in your corner is nice, if they don't want to be there, then let them go. Because you have God and God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. God is able to do what other people won't do. There's no reason why other people won't help you out or give you a chance because you do not need them to do for you. You have God and God is enough. You can also check out my video down below on what to do when people don't believe in you for more on how God is able to do and go above and beyond for you. And also, don't forget to click the link down below to subscribe to my YouTube channel. So number one, the first reason why God is able to do above and beyond what you ask is because he's not a liar. I know that God being able to do for you may sound a little foreign or frustrating to some of you. If you want something and you have been facing dead end after dead end, then your first thought may be, what is God going to do different? Even though we know God can do anything, I can almost bet there is a lot of Christians out there that low-key doubt. God, especially when they don't see things moving the way that they would like. I have moments when I've been mad at God and I have a blog post on it and you can click the link down below to read that. But more than anything, take the following Bible verse. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Ephesians 3.20 God is not a man that he should lie. Numbers 23.19 Meaning that God is just not going to say something because it sounds nice. He's not going to tell us in the Bible time and time again about how he will show up for us when he really means that he will disappoint us. So take it as this. Instead of turning to people to give you what you feel you deserve, then turn to God. You cannot just do things your own way, wonder why they don't work out, not bring God into it, and then expect him to do something for you. It does not work like that. If you are willing to work with God, then he is going to be willing to work with you. So get this whole people won't do for me out of your head. You don't need them. God has showed up for many people in the Bible before, such as David, which I have a separate blog post on. You can click the link down below to read that, where people were literally laughing at him. But once again, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, all we can ask or think. It did not matter that David's family was laughing at him and mocking him. But he is the one who slayed Goliath and he is the one who goes down in history while all of his mockers don't. Number two, case in point, Jesus. Whenever I have doubts or I feel like I'm not getting anywhere, then I always revert back to this verse. 
And so Jesus said, I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the rocks will cry out, which I also have a separate blog post on. I know what you may be thinking. The rocks cry out, huh? What does that mean? Rocks don't cry. They are not alive and they don't have voices. And see, that's exactly my point. Let me give you a backstory on this verse so that you can understand the full context. When Jesus came into Jerusalem and people began to cheer for him as he came through into the city, in which some of Jesus's haters, the ones that ultimately were responsible for having for having him crucified, said this. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. Luke 19.39 Here we have some people hating on Jesus and they were pretty much trying to dim his light, in which Jesus gave the response, and this is paraphrasing, Even if the people stop cheering, then God will use the rocks, an inanimate object that is not alive, to cry out in recognition of his glory. Because that is how powerful God was and that is how much he was deserving on recognition. Nothing was going to stop that. It was not about the people cheering because they could or could not have been there. Either way, someone or something was going to cry out because that is what Jesus deserved. Jesus understood that if the people would not recognize who he was, that God was able to do what people won't do and use something as insignificant as a rock to get the same task established that people refused to do. And that although the people were there, he did not need them to do anything. And even though he had haters, they couldn't do anything either because either way, someone was going to cheer for Jesus. And if there were not rocks, then it would have been trees. And if no trees, then there would have been sand. And if no sand, then it would have been clouds. Nothing would have prevented a moment that was supposed to happen from happening. You can also check out my video down below where I talk more about this. Number three, God is able to do exceedingly above what you ask and God is able to do what people won't do. My main point is that God is able to make things happen that are supposed to happen and even greater than what we thought would happen. How many times have you put yourself out there for an opportunity to be disappointed? How many times has someone said that they were going to help you only for them to not follow through on their word? I remember when I first had big dreams for myself, I used to put myself out there, expect for people to help me along the way. And I used to expect for people to see my greatness and want to give me an opportunity when I asked. But when that did not happen, I was left feeling disappointed. But I was able to put my trust in God and I got to my destination regardless. God was able to get me there, not people. So why get mad if people don't want to help you? Do you not understand what God is able to do? He can use anything in your path to get his purpose for you accomplished if that's what needs to happen. I remember it was in that moment that I decided to have a one-on-one -on -one praying session with God to thin out my frustrations, which I do a lot, by the way, and I have a separate blog post on that you can click the link down below to read. But I was upset that for some people, things seem to work out for them. They seem to bump into the right person at the right time and their life change. And here I was begging for people to give me an opportunity, begging for people to see the value in me and to give me a chance. And yet nothing was working out. And it was like God spoke to me and told me that as long as I had him, that I did not have to rely on people for my purpose. God is able to do whatever it is that he wants to do, however he wants to do it and that people could not hinder or stop it if that's what God's will is. Number four, this is why you should trust God and not people. So if you are on God's path and he has ordained you to do something and you cannot get any help, then know that it, if they keep quiet, the rocks will cry out. 
I understand that it would be great if they found the value in you or you may feel that your path will be easier if people would just lend a helping hand. But if they don't, let the rocks cry out. You are going to get to your destiny regardless. God is able to do point blank period with or without people. He is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all what we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. Notice that the verse did not say according to the power in other people or the power in what the world is willing to give you. As long as you have God on your side, you are working with God and you are believing in him to come through for you, then he will. As it states in the Bible verse, you too are a part of the puzzle. So never get discouraged by what other people are not doing for you. God is able to do for you. Do not despise humble beginnings and even if it would be faster if someone helped you still let God do it. He will do it in his time. Just be patient. I have said it once and I will say it again. Just because the glass does not appear full does not mean it will remain empty. That is where you need to have faith because the literally the definition of faith is now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we don't see. Hebrews 11.1 1, meaning that it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what people say about you does not matter what people are willing to give you or not give you. You don't put your faith in man, but you put your faith in God, knowing he has the authority to give to you, not them. And no one has the authority over you and whatever authority they do have was given to them by God. John nineteen eleven. And that is why I know if someone does not want to help you, it is their loss. Let God use the rocks to cry out in recognition of your glory. He can use a situation, he can use a circumstance, he can use anything around you to make what he wants to happen, happen. Your only job is to put yourself in position to be blessed. And remember, if no one is supporting you or sees your vision, sometimes God isolates you on purpose and the only person working towards your goal is you and him. He does not allow anyone to help you because he does not want anyone else to take credit for the places that he's about to take you. He wants everyone to discredit you. That way, when you get to where you need to be, the only person who can take credit for where you are is God. Don't allow the fact that other people won't be there for you or to help you out be your end-all be-all. You don't need them. You are going to get to your destination regardless. If you know someone who may really need this encouragement, then go ahead and share this post with them. And whenever I find myself needing for God to move on my behalf, I also do spiritual fasting, which I have an ebook on, and you can click the link down below to read that.